0: Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Geeks and Peaks. Today we're gonna do our special Halloween MCU episode. It's going to be Werewolf by Night.
1: So guys, this Werewolf by Night, it is quite something, is it not?
2: Uh, yeah, it was certainly uh, something. Yeah, dang. <laughs> uh, I'm is, oh <laughs> <laughs> is that?
1: This is quite <laughs> what ominous. Is, Clay, what? Guys, what is? You guys is are coming? giving
0: like. You guys are <laughs> giving um. What is it called? You remember Ego from that that. Monologue from Ego at the end of Ratatouille. He's just like, in many ways, the work of a critic is easy. We risk very little.
2: even
3: to pull plot a pixar quote like right. <laughs> it was
2: it was it was it was good it was good um it was a breath of fresh air i love the mcu for adding that little special presentation thing i think they should do that more for stories yeah, that don't necessarily yeah. need to you know be tied to the mcu but be loosely like remembered for the future because i know of, like man thing and all that they're probably going to show up sometime in the, the near future in the mcu of course um also-
1: but like yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah so like um yeah for sure um and i don't know i just i loved it like i love the the you know the classic horror vibe the black and white all that i love every bit of that i was like yes the mcu is greatest <laughs> when it has creativity which has been doing in phase four but everybody seems to not like it but like from a creativity mm-hmm. standpoint <laughs> he's definitely been that at it right now
0: full offense and full shade to any of you phase four haters that was at you directly you every <laughs> single one of you <laughs>
2: They're gonna call us MCU yeah. chills.
0: It. If they would like to sponsor this video because of how much we simp for the MCU, I would not be opposed.
2: But like, yeah, for sure. Like, I really thought it was uh, it, it was really something different. Like most of Phase Four has been. Like we said before, and like I hope they continue to do stuff like this, especially with this vibe, the horror classic vibe. I hope they do yeah. more of this because, like,
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah, like what you would you think, Zora?
0: I'm sorry, you got me very giddy. Also, I don't know, like, I'm in love with these glasses. They're having, like, a bimbo effect on me. Like, I feel like they
2: very- <laughs> look great. I like the coloring really that gives good. off. I like the coloring <laughs> that gives off.
0: Looks But, cute. um, anyway. I really loved it because I also like the classic horror vibe to bounce off of what Clay said because I grew up watching a lot of old TV, not necessarily because I was refined or something, but we didn't have cable. And when you don't have cable, one of the few channels that are available on TV is usually like an episode that plays like old black and white TV, old movies. So Mm -hmm. I watched a lot of that growing up. So one thing I really liked about it, like Clay said, because it's creative and it bounces off like that old horror vibe is they film it in a way as if it was made during that time. Like one big thing was like showing the monster but not showing the monster. So it's just like, they like hint at it. Uh, Like even the transformation, like you see the shadow going on on the wall. Like, I don't know, it was giving very like low budget horror movie in the best way. If that makes any sense. Like, Like, I don't know, like I loved it. I could go on and on, but yeah, no. General thoughts, I really enjoyed it. And I think they really nailed it with that old horror vibe. It was definitely giving, what's that man's name? Alfred Hitchcock or whatever.
2: Alfred Mm -hmm. Hitchcock. (laughs) (laughs) I love when he does that in the movies. Like it, it, it just you know, that was my favorite part of the movies. But like, yeah, no. Um, um, just to like bounce off before I let Justin go, I just to bounce off of what you said. Um, that whole scene where he kind of turns into the werewolf and like it's just him like a one shot of it getting closer to the um the light and him slashing everyone. I was like, this is absolute cinema. Like this is cinema.
0: And there was like a hole Mm -hmm. in the cage. I was like, "Yeah, deceased. You're all dead." It was, (laughs) I know. It was shot really well.
3: It felt very intentional. It didn't feel like you know this was placed here. Oh, randomly, whatever. It felt like the shots were intentional. Like Zora said, looking at like when it zoomed out, you saw the cage was broken. You're like, oh my gosh, like we're Like obviously we weren't scared, but it was like a like a like where is? What's going to happen? What's And then my favorite part care. was I'll when he was it. in that I'll little corridor <laughs> with all the guards. Like, like when he was, like, going at all of them, like, none of them could touch him, basically. And, like, it was just, it was so cool when he grabbed old girl's, like, head or arm and, like, put her in the cage. Like, I was like, like cut her arm off or something. I don't know. Like, I was just so I thought it he was,
0: was going to rip her arm off right there.
3: No, for real. And it was just really good. And I like the beginning, too, like, the pacing there. It felt like it wasn't didn't feel like for it to be an hour it didn't feel like an hour it felt like everything was perfectly like placed there the the dialogue was nice there was action all throughout it like i'm not like a action only kind of guy seeing elsa go through the maze cut somebody's arm off murk somebody and put him in a ditch and cover his mouth Mm -hmm. i'm like dang like
2: it (laughs) was really (laughs) graphic yeah yeah
0: that there seemed to be a kind of reason for the setting Mm -hmm. if that makes sense because i don't know like have you ever seen a movie do something and it's so clear they're just trying to be different but there's like no rhyme or reason to it so i remember when it first came on i was like oh this is in black and white. Why? Like, what is the purpose? But it wasn't just like, oh, we're shooting in a black, hole. like it was really like an ode to like creature features and the yeah. way that it was shot too. Like, I'm so sorry not to sound like a hipster, but it is like, it just shows like some of the things from old filmmaking that we've kind of lost, like the kind of like less is more kind of thing because a lot of people's criticism with the MCU is that sometimes there is a little bit too much CGI. Sometimes there are too much explosions and sometimes to like really scare, or even horror movies now, like so even scare people people it's better to just like have a little bit of mystery like you see the shadow and then it's gone or like you're hinted that there's this big monster but you don't see it to the end like obviously there's an art to that because if you give the audience too little then they're gonna feel cheated but i think they were really artistically kept giving you a little bit of the mystery a little bit of the monster a little bit of the action and let your like imagination fill everything in and i thought that was great and i think maybe like more modern movies should go back to mm. doing stuff like that
2: jennifer walter said it best no one wants third act full of explosions every single time Uh, sometimes we want something different you know what i mean sometimes we want a different vibe
1: vision almost did that (laughs) yeah what i liked about it too was that kind of like what justin said is that this definitely took on like a darker tone but the tone was used with purpose it wasn't just random gore for the sake of being gore it also had some great fight choreography the scene where Elsa is in the bushes and she is just like jumping around and then she gets a crossbow and the guy gets like an arrow through the throat that was amazing mm-hmm. just the the quote with Jack where he talks about families have something in common they follow us for good or for bad they stay like they become an atmosphere and sometimes we think we can do something very specific and we can change it and not be like them like that I don't know that really resonated with me like I'm a sucker for quotes so I, I yep. love quotes, and things like that. quotes yeah yeah and and that to me was just something that i was watching and i was like oh wow i like this movie like i like whatever this is and the fact that it was also just a good representation of elsa i I wish that her hair was was ginger yes but it like it's still a good representation that's what her personality is like in in the comics that's how she behaves she's very sarcastic she's very like matter of fact very like i don't care about you i'm here to do what i need to do so i i liked elsa like you know that was a good a good thing for me i i really liked it i loved seeing the color the at the end where everything comes in um shout out to them for making man thing mostly practical i believe i believe he was practical effects thing that modern
0: movies could Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think that something the MCU doesn't get credit enough for because everyone is so busy trying to find something to expose them about how they're mediocre or something. Like, everyone wants to be the person to be like, aha, I found this, and now you're trash, you know? (laughs) And I don't know, something that I feel like it doesn't get enough credit for is for genuinely trying to provide different stories. In the beginning, these Disney Plus shows did kind of feel a bit formulaic, along with the fact that Marvel movies can feel formulaic. Right? But we're finally getting to the point where these new projects are actually taking risks. Like WandaVision, She-Hulk, Werewolf by Night isn't a show, but it's taking a risk. It did Black and White, getting this homage to cinema. So I just really hope it continues this. And I hope that people can kind of see where the MCU is going instead of being stuck in the past of where it's been.
3: It felt, this movie felt, our special felt a lot more committed. When I think of like some of the previous projects like we had Doctor Strange, and that was considered to be horror, and it had some horror elements, but it didn't
0: yeah. commit.
3: And you have like other movies that like the last, I mean, they're trying to make Cat 4, they're going to say it's a spy thriller. And I hope they commit to that. But it's just like the MCU projects have said, like, there is. But we have. Soldier
0: haven't... committed really well to the spy thriller. Yeah, yeah,
3: that one did. Yeah. And it's just like we haven't really gotten full on committed projects. And like uh, Habit said earlier as well it's we're starting to get more diverse projects and when i say diverse i obviously you know diversity in, in the sense yeah. of cast but also in the sense of what types of movies we're getting because we're not just getting the same basic you know superhero movie hero saves a day that's that we're getting like you know different topics covered and, mm-hmm. and and that's prevalent in here as well and as well as the the topic of family that's been brought up in a couple of shows like the Winter soldier for instance so it's like seeing these tie and seeing these family relationships not just like put on there for the sake of just saying oh they're related but like showing how deep each character is tied yeah. with family or friends
1: what i love about the mcu 2 with phase 4 is that they've really adopted the spy kids 2 sort of meaning of family where that girl was like remember one thing everyone's your family you know what i mean like i i, I love that because there are so many people who don't really care about blood relationships or blood family. That's why to me when I saw Black Widow with her family and, and the way that they their dynamic worked, that I, I just love them like seeing things like that where she says like it was real to me too. We're not blood but like we might as well be like that that to me I don't know I, I just love seeing that because we're getting different kinds of families. So bouncing off of kind of like what
0: Habits and Justin were saying about the characters because I don't know much about these are characters that I don't know much about comic wise but i wanted to say that something like this it would have been so easy for them to make the mistake of info dumping right but i feel like they gave us just enough information about the characters for us to get a sense of what was going on and didn't overload it like we know that elsa bloodstone like obviously like her mom died like her stepmom was awful to her like her dad wasn't the greatest dad in the world she grew up fighting monsters and then she left and it's obvious that she left because her family sucks right like they didn't have to like sit here and like do a whole long flashback scene of her training and getting into a fight you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I feel like they were aware that these are characters that people aren't going to be as familiar with and so they had to like ride that line of giving people enough information so that they're not confused but not overloading it so that we have to have this thing be two and a half hours because we have to listen to like everybody's backstory just stretched out and it's like they don't give you a lot of information on man thing or ted because you don't need to know all that all you need to know is that him and jack are friends and jack is trying to help him and that's all we needed to know for that
2: special this may be like just an overarching mcu thing but i kind of like the fact that we didn't know where and when werewolf by night was going to come out until they wanted us to because you know i love the whole spectrum like spectacle d23 we know the next 10 projects type of thing but i also think it's a a great thing that we didn't know that Werewolf by Night was coming out so we didn't have the hype heads overhyping it to the point where it become dried out and like we'll be like oh well yeah we knew it was coming though like I just feel like there was like the the greatness of it was the fact that we didn't think about it until we it was actually exactly
0: and it's like it's sort of the Obi-Wan Kenobi effect or avoids the Obi-Wan Kenobi effect Mm -hmm. where people find out a project's coming out and then as a fandom we just collectively decide what it's supposed to be about so then Mm -hmm. even when the show or project is good people can't even enjoy it because it's like oh it was like i remember people were talking about kenobi was like it like falsely advertised what it was going to be about and they were like it was supposed to be about this and Obi-Wan and Anakin I was like they never said that all they said mm-hmm. was that it was going to be a prequel that was about Obi-Wan Kenobi everything else is just stuff that like the internet made up together and just agreed Same on what she and now I mean, <laughs> it's been delivered to you, you're like oh you know so like like Clay was saying when you have stuff like this then it forces people to just accept what they've been given and judge it based off of that not off of what they want to happen not off of what should happen but this has been given to me do i like it based on what i just watched and not what i was told it was supposed
1: to be this is the thing about mcu fans is that i don't know i know that the mcu isn't perfect and it isn't above criticism but there's always room for improvement habits Please don't speak. <laughs> um, I'm like, please don't ever say that in my presence again because it, it really does trigger me. Anytime you meet one of these people who are like, there's always room for improvement. No, you're just a person who nitpicks and you're never pleased with anything. Like, I promise, I, I promise if nothing pleases you, you're just miserable. Quite literally. Like, Quite literally.
2: I, I, I'm uh, sorry. I mean, at this point... Stop trying to be the next big reviewer. Stop using right. bu- uh, negative buzzwords like, it's garbage, it's trash, yeah. it's yep. da 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 da
1: Stop, Say stop. something. Knowledge of critic no. Juniors running around the internet. I, no, because these people say so much, but don't say anything at all. Nothing like, at I, all. I mean, right. Ask these people to be specific, and it kills them.
2: Yes, yeah. they start starting over there, was like, what I mean is, is, is the writing and, and the, the screenwriting and the story, the story, the 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 CGI, like what, like they start fumbling over themselves. I'm like, you're not giving but me. It's like you don't answer. know what you're
1: it's talking okay. about because you get all your information from Cinema Sins. Yep. <laughs>
0: also i feel like people need to understand that it is okay to just not like something like yeah sometimes you will have a bunch of reasons for not liking something but every time you dislike something you don't have to come up with like a 10 page essay on why it's bad and everyone else should hate it too like you could just be like i watched a movie and i didn't really like it all that much
1: No, but like the even bro my whole thing is (laughs) like where i was where i was trying to go with that is that like i love that it was announced in this way where we can just be like oh so, like like the MCU, where I was going is like they have earned my trust in terms of these projects. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in terms of are these projects going to be watchable? Are they going to be good? So when I hear that they do these stories that like are stories that I don't know the characters or maybe they're not A-list superheroes, I can be like okay, I'm gonna go into this and see what I can get from it, not like create eight million expectations. Right. For it. So right. when I hear Werewolf by Night, I'm I had no idea what to what to expect. At all. I, I knew there was Elsa Bloodstone. Even then, that is a character that can be interpreted in so many ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, I, I know her as a character, but I don't
0: know enough to where I could, like, build a,
2: yeah. you know. And notice how, I feel, like, how I this
3: feels like Marvel going back to their original formula. Not saying that I feel like they have to or whatever, but in the sense that we're getting, uh, majorly unknown character and they can kind of give us whatever and like y'all were saying we don't have expectations for it we just kind of take it and they can build off of that and it might be great it might not but that's just how we have to move it's not a matter of like you said like trying to pinpoint everything wrong and hating it before it even comes out because it's like oh they're not going to do this they're not going to do that and it's like we keep building these own, these expectations as fans just talk in general and it's just it's so baffling to me like especially on social media nowadays but I'm sorry Clay what were you going to say it's
2: no, I was going to say that, like, that's listen, most how much different the hype was because there was no hype. Like, there was no TikTok Twitter heads t- um, talking it up or talking it down, saying this was going to be garbage or this is going to be the best piece of cinema we ever seen. No expectations. People actually went in formulating their own opinion, which is why it was gratified so much as it was. Everybody was like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air. It wasn't just that it was a breath of fresh air. You didn't have 30 people in your ear beating into you what opinion you should exactly. have. So, also, like, I, I just want to
0: bring this up for any listeners that don't know us. We are all all TikTokers. And we all met. so before y'all think we're like these pretentious people who are <laughs> just like shitting on tiktokers and people who use twitter that is not the case we are talking about a certain kind of people who happen to be very popular on tiktok and twitter i just want to get that out there and like it, we are I, tiktokers ourselves yeah, we're we, not we're, just, we're
1: not trying to be like pretentious like the kids these days yeah exactly yeah, we're not <laughs> like
0: i've seen people who are like that who like you like you mentioned tiktok what these tiktokers ruin everything
2: or, <laughs> or or the people that act like they're better than people because they're not on tiktok i don't or actually they, use tiktok
1: Sending you instagram reels from a TikTok that went viral yeah, two years ago <laughs> i i guess with um werewolf by night though i did really i don't know i really personally loved elsa she's probably my favorite character yeah. from it just because seeing her she's kind of woman. struggle with the like the family legacy aspect of it and like yeah when they talk about that and and the whole trying to distance herself from it i don't know i i kind of could relate to it and then seeing that how to say this she kind of was giving me a nostalgic black widow vibe like just seeing her like sort of have like this great fighting ability and she's get the it thing gave like her black this great fighting the choreography i the can't neck. help it
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes it's one of her moves like yeah. I, I
1: saw i was like seeing this and i'm like i know you i know you. <laughs> i was like i love you because you're you're trying to be not and you're almost there but you're like i don't know their personalities are different but that's why i, I, I yeah. like her like she seems like A person that I would be like, you know, we could like hang out. You could be my friend. Like She feels like,
0: so there's this like tough girl wannabe trope in everything where they're like, oh, this is like the hot, sexy woman, but she hates you. But she's going to fall in love. You know what I mean? Like she's like everywhere. But I feel like this is like what they're trying to do. (laughs) <laughs> this is like the successful version of like all the bland copycat versions of that trope but what i wanted to say too i don't know how many times you guys have watched it because i just watched it today and i watched it back to back like literally as soon as it ended i just rewinded it and watched it again and what i really liked was i mean from the beginning i i mean i was like it's called werewolf by night one of them's a werewolf i thought it was pretty obvious that it was jack right mainly just yeah, I'm, because i'm like i mean
2: yeah the face paint kind of gave it away from me but but, you know. but
0: for whatever reason but one other thing i liked was that's what i like about rewatching. them movie with like a mystery whether i figured out the mystery yeah. or not it's like being like all the like buildups and slight like, jokes like when the narrator basically says god help whatever monsters may be among them and like the first person they show after he says that is jack or when they're asking jack like hey like do you have any confirmed kills and he's like no and Then and he's just like then he like you know like you could like they just like throw so many things of like how he doesn't belong to them or when she asks me if he's a hunter he's like mm, i'm a hunter but not that kind of hunter or just I don't know there's just like so many like small moments that I really love by rewatching it and to me that's like the tell of a good plot twist because not every plot twist is going to survive your odd is going to surprise your audience like the most important yeah. thing to me of a believable plot twist is is it believable that it would surprise the characters in the story it is more important that they are realistically affected by the reveal than the audience is. and if you get the audience too good so it was like built well within the story and then just like I liked all the little winks to the audience every once in a while wild when <laughs> you're like right eh? eh? he's a werewolf you get it you get it like, i don't know if I
1: it i think it's a good idea too to talk about the the importance of or not even the importance but like kind of the way that this is like a milestone for the mcu in terms of action or showing gore or showing like a yeah. like tone and it really put a lot of my mind at ease for these specific reasons in terms of tone because like movies like blade or deadpool have this kind of specific tone, right? And when I heard the MCU was gonna do them, I was very nervous, but now that I've seen that they can handle at least this, the only thing I really have to worry about is, is there going to be a director on the Blade movie? Which is, you know, great.
2: I thought it, it should have been Michael Gianchino, but he, he denied, like he didn't want to do it. Cause that's, that's who the director of Werewolf by Night is. And he said he didn't want to do it.
1: So. Blade is a hard, Blade is a hard movie to make. I also yeah. wanna say,
0: while we're talking about Gore and Werewolf by Night, it was also very smart of them to do black and white, because I'm pretty yes. sure that's how they got away with most of the like blood and stuff they got away with without having yeah. to give a trace or anything. Also, because the oops.
2: practice... The practical effects that they used on Man Thing was perfect because if they used yeah. CGI in a time that's supposed to be like look like uh, old fashioned or yeah. it would have look bad. Mm-hmm. It would have looked so yeah. bad. So they used practical effects on Man Thing. I thought that was excellent move um out of it.
0: Is it most of their effects teams are working on like the big Marvel movies? So yeah. sometimes like the TV shows kind of get skimmed yeah. out on special effects. So like if they use them, they would have had to use them very sparingly. So, like we said, since they're already going with like the classic, you know, movie vibe and all that kind of stuff, like that's a perfect time to bust out your practical. <clears throat> and i'm sure the the team that did it that made it i'm sure they had a lot of fun to
3: me like this movie really sparked creativity and i like no i keep bringing up other movies but again back to dr strange seeing the whole like wanda with oil as opposed to actual gore same thing here it's black and white so it's not really blood but you know it's it's, the imagery behind it yeah right i mean we gotta give them
1: points like that's that's what i'm saying like that's that's creativity
3: for me like it's so cool knowing that moving forward that that creativity is still there with certain directors and producers and whoever but that's just something i hope we see more of moving forward and something like blade i don't know how gory is going to get but i hope that we do get like something you know like mm-hmm. whether it be in black and white or what blood splatters on the screen i don't care just like make it feel like a real believable thing that, that would happen in the universe
0: i was going to talk so- about the characterization of like man thing or ted or whatever where like they really did so well because this, this character doesn't yeah. talk; it just like growls yeah. and grumbles and all that kind of stuff. And that moment when Elsa is like, like she sees him straight up kill that guy, And she's like, "Ah, oh, hi, Ted." And like the way he like pauses and like tilts his head, like all of that was just like, "How do you know my name? Like, are you my friend?" Like he didn't, you know what I mean? Like, and no, she didn't have no to
2: dialogue. Trust-
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the way they were able to, and you can tell like this is a person who is scared. This is a person who is concerned for his friend. Well, and that's this is like the person like- who's trying to learn how to trust this woman. Like they did all that without speaking. Like, yeah, you and have he- moments when, um, what's his name? Jack. talking to him he's basically talking for him like oh what's that you said uh, you're hungry but even moments where he's not talking to anyone and no one's translating for him you know what's happening and i'm always impressed when any kind of media can like pull off a character that doesn't speak doesn't have facial expressions either so you know this isn't even it's just like it's really cool because like you
3: you you can tell he's still a person too because like like obviously they didn't say in the show that he's you know man thing is a person but like you said like elsa coming up and being like ted and it's like okay like he's still like being a person but like looking like a monster like someone calling you by your name like you're like, wait a minute like are we cool like that or like what's going on here so it's just like like seeing that was like really like seeing that he's still a person like as opposed to just being straight monster was really cool I yeah. think
1: that's something the MCU definitely at least gets my respect for is kind of that thing Justin was talking about that it's when you think about it how detail oriented they must be when they're like we need to do blood but we can't do blood so what we're gonna do is do the next best thing we're gonna do oil and then in this movie we're gonna do it black and white and this will give us freedom to do a that's bit more like, you know what I mean? Like these things yeah. that are like really thought out
2: yeah, they don't they people don't give like I, I I hesitate to give billion dollar companies their credit. so I give it to the people that are below the billion dollar <laughs> companies That's the right person, like the, the designers and all that. but like they yeah no yeah that's what i'm saying I, I support them because it's not just the company it's the company the company pays the people that actually make these creative choices and right. them right. not being able to use blood because like disney is telling them oh yeah we're family friendly we can't use blood they find different ways to portray hey this is blood this is gory this is like supposed to be messed up rated r stuff but we can't show blood so we're gonna do this people sometimes gotta stop and give them their props based off upon of, based on their you know the scenario that they're in because like i said they work under disney and you know how disney like doesn't like the whole blood thing you don't like the rated r thing but they try to work their way around that we've seen that in phase four overall especially with werewolf by night that they've been like trying to show the more adult side the more adult entertainment side and like yeah. people are not giving them their points and i'm like why
0: i also want to say too um about werewolf by night and how good it is um the way i was saying like how they like built up the monsters which was very big thing of like creature features back in the day was they didn't necessarily do like which i love kong skull island but the, it's the opposite of kong skull island where instead of king kong showing up immediately and then wrecking everyone for the rest the Of the movie, it's like what Godzilla 2014 was trying to Uh, do—slowly hinting the monster. I hate that movie. It was like slowly, like hinting the monster, and then letting us have it in the third act. Because I remember I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh, like not a lot of people have died." yeah I was like, "That's Mm -hmm. kind of lame." Like I was like, "I mean,
1: like I'm not—I mean, I'm not going to be that person." I was like, "Oh, enough people
2: people died,"
1: but but I was like, "I have this thing with really either wanting animals to die or wanting people to die."
0: Stop. He's taking me out of context. When that Disney episode comes out, <laughs> you will hear what I'm saying and you will not listen to what Habits is trying to make me out to be.
2: Listen, I, hey, like murder. It's, it's okay.
0: okay. You like murder. A <laughs>
1: dragon, yeah. You looked into this camera. I have you are not going to blame the edit. You are not going to blame <laughs> the edit. You looked into this camera and you said that. That is <laughs> not what I said.
2: Nah. Anyway, you like murder. It's okay.
1: as As I was saying,
0: as I was saying, um, So it was a really smart move to, because I'm sure they debated like, oh, we'll have like this slow thing where they all die throughout. But instead they build up the werewolf. They let us see it and then it kills everyone at once for the most part. So it's like all those people, they're just getting slaughtered. So they saved it for the end because like to bring up Godzilla 2014 again, I think it was trying to do like the old fashioned like creature feature thing of we'll keep hinting the monster. We'll keep hinting the monster and then we'll give it to you. But the thing is, they did what Werewolf by Night could have done but didn't was they didn't pay it off so the whole movie they keep teasing us about godzilla they'll show it for like half a second we're about to see it and the door closes and then when we finally see godzilla it's super dark we barely see an action scene it like does like one or two things and then it's gone and so everyone felt very cheated so that's a very delicate art like i was saying earlier to be like hey we're teasing this we're teasing this we're teasing this here it is because if you don't deliver enough on the end, then people will like it'll finish and people will be like, Okay, what was the point of that? Like, it's why did people. I just you're, you're, watch Yeah, you thought,
2: you're edging people? That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was
0: gonna avoid saying that, but like, yeah, <laughs> remember kids, if you're going to edge somebody, make it make it worth it at yeah, the end. Say. This is just a PSA. Don't edge people and not deliver. Anyways, um <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This episode was Werewolf by Night, our special. Halloween episode. Make sure to tune in for more stuff in the future. Thanks again for listening. Bye!